0: Then let's do it again. Lori and the Julia show my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Thank you much for joining us this afternoon. We got good stuff coming up for you this hour. Music to talk about, and of course, the famous Lori study of dough. Oh,
3: lordy, lordy, lordy. Okay, let's uh, do our Bon Jovi yes. ticket giveaway. So we've All got a right. pair of tickets every day through Friday um for the this is this house is not for sale tour which will be at excel saturday april 28th at the excel so here is the voice the number is 651-641-1071 good luck players
1: there's something very communal about theater and being able to tell the same story and kind of find you know you get closer and closer to the bone every performance you find more Ooh, I know it, we both know I, we it. We
3: both know it, Donnie. Okay, yep. good. Both know well, it. Six five one six four one one zero seven one 651 right. 651-641-1071 is the number. Um, thank goodness, Julia, for the Daily Mail. Okay. Dissecting, getting into a story, and doing some reading of heavy,
1: or just a lot of court documentation. And then they put it all in bullet points for us. Yes, they do. This is interesting. So you're going to tell us, it is it has to do with
3: it has to do with Prince uh-huh. and it has to do with the investigation into his fatal overdose dose at Paisley Park but when I read this story it put together sort of the missing pieces as to what happened and then answered the question so this is why the family is suing the hospital right um and, and Walgreens, and, and Walgreens. Yeah. but uh um, so anyway, so this is all from the the ca- county Carver attorneys. Their investigative report, were, you know, and it was a two year investigation, yeah, into his death. So they're talking to everybody, trying to get to the bottom. How did Prince overdose on fentanyl?
1: Yes, you and know? they found no criminal action.
3: They found th- they cannot trace who he got the fake Vicodin. Pills that are made of fentanyl. They don't know where he got those. Right. All they could find was the uh, doctor here who prescribed 15 Percocet in Kirk Johnson's name. Uh, That's the only thing that they could find. And, you know, you can't just stop. If you've been taking pain pills on a habitual years just, and years well we don't know if it was years and years we don't know if it was two years right. or you know whatever okay it was. but you can't just stop if you're a daily user, no you're addicted you have to
1: go off it a little slower
3: yeah so you know maybe that's why boy donnie is not getting any luck people did not really? know who that voice was
0: no Kay. i've got to win i'm talking to her now
3: oh you do are we going to talk to her or what as soon as i'm done well, Donnie, we've got things for you to do. Okay, so stop chat, chatting with her and put our winner I'm on. Getting your I'm getting her information. Put I'm, our winner on the phone and let us talk to her first, please. All I right, who just, do we have?
0: Just a second. Just a second. Wow. Well, because we have an in depth okay, story to get into. In. Yeah. It's uh, Aaron. Aaron.
3: Aaron, congratulations. Is Aaron is here. Thank you. Aaron, nice. you're a huge Bon Jovi fan. We can just
2: feel it. I am. I'm so excited. Okay. okay. There's
1: something very communal about theater and being able to tell the same story and kind of find, you know, you get closer and closer to the bone. Every performance, you find more. All
0: right. Who is that, Aaron? Carrie Washington. Yes, yes
1: it was.
3: Carrie from Washington. Scandal. Washington. Bingo. Congratulations. And uh, congratulations. So Saturday night, uh, look for me. Okay,
0: hold on. Also, we Donnie
3: posted Carrie Washington looking amazing on the cover of Essence magazine, and she did. Yeah, she really did. Okay, so getting back to Prince, so this is the account from Judith Hill, who uh, was his girlfriend like for the last two years that Prince, okay, when they were together, you know, because she lived in LA. And he lived here. But um, she told investigators that he had been depressed in the days before he passed away. She told the uh, investigative department at Carver County that he hit a low point the night of what would be his final concert in Atlanta. She said he wasn't really feeling well until he did his first show. And it was an incredible show. Then he came back to the dressing room. And I went in. I said, hey, amazing show. Because he right. did on the piano microphone. He did two shows. Two shows in night. Yes. In the same yes. so he said he was just in a really I've never seen him in this place. He was just kind of oh man. He said, Told her, I enjoy sleeping more these days. Maybe it means I've done all I'm supposed to do here on earth, stuff like that. And I was kind of like, So you don't enjoy being here when you're awake? And he's like, No, it's boring, incredibly boring. Oh. And then she added, He was kind of depressed. Right. Um, she also said that Prince referred to his final show as a mountain top performance at second Atlanta show. And he, and he said, now I can go away. <laughs> then they fly back from Atlanta to go back to Minneapolis and they make the emergency stop in Moline, Illinois, Illinois. Mm-hmm. And, um, she said he was improved because after that show, that second concert. He got a buzz from it, kind of. No, he was oh. visited by Janelle Monet and oh. CeeLo Green. Oh, um, they were backs they came backstage okay. and um and he was in good spirits then on the on the ride to the plane as he spoke about his love of Fleetwood Mac and the thrill of he had just seen them in concert recently. Okay. But then things took a bizarre turn after they boarded the plane. This is again Judith Hill relaying this to Carver County authorities. Okay. She said, Prince asked me if I needed a cop drop. And I said, no. And he goes to the back of the plane. He's fiddling around in a bag and he's fiddling for a while and he comes back and he gives me a cough drop. Then he goes back to the bag and he keeps like digging around in it. And he finally comes back and he says, listen, I want you to stay with me another day at Paisley Park so we can watch movies and hang out. And then moments later he OD'd. Okay. And the inference is he was back in that bag and maybe he took some pills. He took one of the Vicodin, right. the fake Vicodin, in right. the Bayer-Ospirin bottle. She says, um, and then he says, you know, I'm going to get some sleep. And uh, she said he just, the next thing she knows, water is spilling. I look under the table. It's spilling. I went to Kurt. I said, I don't know. I don't know. He ran up. Kirk Johnson ran up to the pilots. They decided to land the plane even though they were only an hour away from Minneapolis, yep. she said he wasn't breathing. She thought he was dead. And when they touched down at Quad City Airport, there were uh, emergency vehicles waiting. Kirk Johnson carried Prince off the plane. The paramedics said he was taking four breaths a minute when he was taken off the plane. So they gave him two milligrams of Narcon, okay. which is what they give to people that they suspect of having some kind of an overdose. Right. Okay, Here, whatever. And it's now people are carrying it police. Right. And that's that. right
1: Right.
3: Okay, so um and um that is twice the amount used to revive a casual drug user and it didn't work. So they had to give him another two milligrams. Okay. So they gave him two doses of narcon. Okay. And then it's then they got then then he he's like oh my God, you know, he, he's alive. He started breathing and at Trinity Medical Center, which is being sued, the singer Refused to say much to the nurses or doctors or reveal what he had taken earlier that night. Now, that could be because he was out of it. Or that he just... Because he just had an overdose. Right. His heart stopped. And um, he did tell Judith Hill, he described the experience to her, that he said, I I left, my soul left, I could hear you, I could hear everybody talking. I was like, how am I going to get back to my body? It was the hardest thing. And I said to him, no more of these pills. And he said, well, that means I can't, Perform because my hands are hurting. Oh, wait <clears throat> So maybe it's the first time that we've yeah. heard that his hand, well, my oh, God, guitar
1: if, and everything. Guitar, the guy. Kind of, yeah. Yeah,
3: I mean, yeah. I it was being at Paisley Park this weekend. I was just blown away at how many instruments and how hard he played. Yeah. And then uh she made a point of telling the officers what a shock that was to hear him. She said, That's the first time I heard that. And he's like, Well, I think it's because I mixed two different pills i won't do that again i know my body well i'm a pretty good judge and he said i di- i don't like that they gave me the Narcon. you know so he's just saying that and she grew very concerned cuz then he started to rationalize the overdose sure and um she made a point of telling you know Kirk and the other people on the team before she flew home that evening oh she went so, home she-, she was so rattled and she tweeted about what an amazing second show it was at the request of Prince. And that would be the last time uh, she saw him, and she kept telling his manager, make sure he goes to the doctor. Right. And um, she said, uh, you know, that she feels he was trying to kick the drugs, and it just really kind of broke her heart. But where the hospital broke protocol is when somebody... Overdose. It's an obvious overdose. It's an obvious overdose if you have to inject two things of Narcon when okay. a usual, you know, they're used to when somebody is OD'd, one,
1: right. to
3: take two, to, okay, what do you have in your possession? And they test, they, they, the, they looked at it, the doctor or the pharmacist at the hospital looked at the pill that came out of the Bayer aspirin bottle. Oh, it's a, it's marked, it's a Vicodin, but they didn't crush it tested they didn't test uh, a blood they could have kept him they could have kept him there because you can't just walk away but because he was prince probably there's the awe factor oh it's prince and maybe they're going oh you know he's on a private jet and we're going to take care of this but they probably broke their own hospital protocol in letting him go because you can't carry around prescription pills and a beer. I here's what I took, you know, it was right. all very cavalier and casual. So so that's where I think the family has the basis for going after the hospital. The hospital? And that they had, they had just, even if he, had just, even if they they he had, said, I'm going home, I'll had, take care of it. They had just caused, we need to find out, you just, you almost died. Did you try to kill yourself? Did you accidentally take it? And if they'd done that, they would have discovered he had fentanyl. Vicodin. So they didn't
1: even do any blood work on him? No. Hmm.
3: That's why the lawsuit is happening, because they, they, got it. they, you know, gave him preferential celebrity treatment. And if it had been anybody else, they wouldn't have done that more than likely, you know? So that's, that's why that lawsuit, and I don't know if the family had to wait until the investigation was all wrapped up because stuff like this will all be part of, be part of that.
1: So it's just sad. It is, and then and then seeing because he did go to the doctor the next day. Yes, I mean and, he did do that. Yeah, and, and seeing and very how sick teeny and, yeah, he was, mm-hmm. and wow, I know. So, but so he and again, I asked the dumb blind question the yeah. other day. He absolutely had no idea that he wasn't taking Vicodin. Vicodin.
3: Right. It's maybe he was taking Percocet sometimes in Vicodin or maybe Oxycontin, his hands hurt. That's the first, you know, that we've heard of that.
1: Right. Uh, but
3: piano, you know, and he playing So true. he
1: had just all these lethal because it was laced with lethal amounts the, of fentanyl. The Vicodin. Yeah.
3: It was made. And it's <sighs> coming in and it's how a lot of people are dying. So that will be the the good thing that happens out, out of, of Prince's is. death is that, you know, people you can't Hopefully. trust what's on the
0: street. No, right. absolutely
3: okay. not. Right.
0: We'll never know where that stuff came from, probably. No. No,
1: but it mm-hmm. is a good eye opener for other people yeah. who are buying opiates on the street or something yeah. because there's a lot of people doing it because there's a lot of addiction around this. And uh, if you are a Prince fan,
3: you might want to know July 3rd at the State Theater, Janelle Monet will be performing. Tickets go on sale next Friday at Ticketmaster, only 40 to $65. And. Oh, cool. uh, that would be a great concert. Her third album drops this Friday. It's called Dirty Computer, which sounds like yeah. a prince. Doesn't it sound yeah. like a prince title? And yeah. this is her song, Made baby Me don't
0: Feel. Make me and Prince you. helped
3: her write this song. Yeah, he the song. That's a Tuesday.
1: Tuesday night. July Fourth is a Wednesday. This oh, weekend. this is such a good song.
2: You I downloaded it. You keep on asking me the same
3: questions. You can just hear Prince. So anyway, July third, and he did help write that song. All right, listen, we come back. We got the dirt
0: alert. This is a my talk dirt alert.
2: Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, girls. How are you? Good. Oh, I'm so glad. I loved uh, your Prince conversations. Talking about that boy, it is just really fascinating. I mean, the hospital screwed up. There could be some trouble there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I think it does show you, though, the examples of just how celebrity alters. Yes.
0: We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become
1: Senwa Saga Hellblade 2
0: play it now with Game Pass
2: what should happen in a lot of situations I mean look at the doctor who gave him the Percocet well, I think,
3: yeah, but that Percocet, that was done, I think, as a measure to hold Prince over until he could get to the rehab place in California. I know,
2: but he was still prescribed it in someone else's name, no, which is I, not okay. I mean, that just shows you how celebrity alters that, the that
3: experience. Yeah, but, you know, they were probably going, we're trying to keep this. We don't want this to be in the news. Because yes. remember, when that plane landed, people were oh, like, yeah. was that an overdose? Yes. No, no, no. It was
2: exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah, sad. Exhaustion is always code for something different. Yeah, I know. I do want to tell you too, though, that that album of previously unreleased material is coming in September. So that was just a variety, got the big scoop on that. September 28th, there will be an album of previously unreleased material from Prince.
3: Good. Yeah. Because people were going crazy with the release of Nothing Compares to You.
2: I know. That was the first thing to come out of the state since he passed away. And then the two new websites... Um, Have you looked at these? Yes. Yep. So there's two new websites, Prince to me. And then um, also discount, Discography. Huh, that's a hard word for me. Yeah, to say. is
3: that the Prince to me the one where people can leave?
2: Yep. So Prince like to me, unling? so it's two different kind of fan experiences. Fans can share their remembrance of, remembrances of Prince on Prince to Me the website, and then another one is a deep dive into just his um, music career. Yeah. It includes rare photos, videos, and tons of information, and that's the discography website. Yeah,
3: and you know, Prince fans are like Elvis fans; they're ride or die, and yes. it doesn't matter to them right. what he died of or what happened to him. That you know he, I mean that to me. I still think with Judith Hill that his hands hurt so much from playing. Yeah, I know. You know, I know. I'm just and and when I we did see that at Paisley Park, the microphone and piano, the Paisley Park, the first night, and that was in January. Mm -hmm. He played with such intensity and rearranged all those songs. It was amazing to watch, and he seemed so happy.
2: Oh. And it was never like just a practice round. It's everything full he out. He gave everything all yeah. the time. And so people it just it won't
3: matter. It's just a tragic thing and we all just feel like we got, you know, robbed of all the great other things he would have done but you know, maybe he
2: did do everything. I don't know. This is going to be a full length album coming out though. Um, People were so excited about nothing compares to you. So there's going to be the release coming out in the fall. We'll be looking forward to that. Thank you, Elizabeth. I do want to tell you that Alison Mack was released on $5 million bond in this sex cult case, Mm -hmm. Uh, agreed to stay in house under house arrest in California. What a bizarre story. This is, she um, was on Smallville. She's turned into an alleged cult leader and they've been in plea talk- talks on this sex trafficking and forced labor conspiracy charges that are against her. So she's been released while awaiting trial. She has to wear a GPS ankle bracelet, and she can't have other con- uh, any contact with other members of the cult. She's
1: been in it for a long okay. time. She was number two. Yeah. hmm She's been in it a long time, and then she tried to get Kelly Clarkson in it. No, Emma Watson. I Emma thought. Watson. And Emma Watson. There were two people. Oh,
3: Kelly really? Clarkson too. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Kelly Clarkson is thirty six years old today. She is finally a sex symbol. That's the sex symbol birthday. What
2: a wonderful thing, is it really? That's
3: in my mind it is. I didn't even know
2: that until now I'm almost thirty seven. Okay, I knew
1: Lori when I turned thirty six. Uh-huh. And um, I remember... And knew
3: me when I turned Yes, 36. and you're like, oh,
1: I'm so glad I'm the age of the sex symbol." <laughs> I mean, she had, and you had a, a, a reason name for, many. for every year why it was better than the last. I you know? think that's
2: a really fantastic outlook. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely how we should and all be And it just keeps getting it. better. Yeah, I think it does. It does. Okay, I've got some Kanye information. Oh, what is uh, going on I him? know. But that, that's the
3: first we heard that he was addicted to opioids. I know, we his talked his about breakdown. that in the
2: in the Dirt Alert earlier today that he was talking with one of his radio DJ buddies and said that that breakdown was related to his opioid addiction that's according to the radio guy um but according to multiple sources Well they sources, have audio of it. I talk, well Do they, or was it from a conversation over the weekend? It was, he was on the show. He was on hot 97. Oh, I thought he was recanting the conversation that he'd had with Kanye over the weekend. That's what I thought, but I could have misread it. Um, Kanye, according to multiple sources, talking to people magazine has cut off contact with many people in his inner circle, including his managers, his lawyers, his closest friends. And he's had some major run-ins, huge blow up fights with his mother-in-law, Kris Jenner. That she sees how erratic he's acting, and she's concerned about her daughter's brand, and they're having well, explosive issues. Everyone is really, really worried about how it's going to go.
3: We're, about who? Who? Kim Kardashian. She just no beating around the bush. She's posted like seventeen times I know. her naked uh, mom's pubis.
2: <sighs> if you didn't think With she could get more naked, naked right. She did get more naked.
3: Yeah, I mean, she's trying to say everybody look over here. So yeah. maybe that is why Chris Jenner is going crazy because Kim is 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 doing this kind of thing, going, don't look at Kanye, don't look over Don't pay attention to mm-hmm. Kanye,
2: yeah. Many people close to him are worried that Kanye is acting in a similar way to his behavior just before that breakdown in 2006. He's been telling people, this is according to page six, that Yeezy is the new apple, and saying he doesn't need people with titles doing things for him. Well, this he is all this my gosh.
3: Yeah. This, I mean, if you follow him on Twitter, it's just like he's uh, he's been His tweeting. His stream of
1: conscience
2: It's is, been
3: like it's 142 crazy. tweets since um, last Friday, and they're all very He's random. tweeting philosophy.
2: Yes. Yeah. He's making fans not happy. Uh, uh. I don't know. Miranda Lambert has a new boyfriend. Oh, already? Musician Elv- Evan Felker. I love a girl who moves fast. I know. I like that, too. She's just <laughs> she- moving on. This, his band is opening for Miranda on her Live and Life Hippies tour. The Turnpike. Oh, I like the He's name cute. of that band. He's wearing a denim shirt in the photo I'm looking at. It's adorable.
1: Listen, it's a great way. They're going to be on the road together. That's how Faith Hill and Tim McGraw met. I That's know. right. Oh, I'm glad is. she so, got rid of the, you know, the Anderson, r- Anderson yeah. East. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. Barbara Streisand cut.
0: 75?
3: And now I remember this album cover I feel like she had a big cream sweater on Sitting on a beach
0: I don't have to get a cover handy Yeah, am I right on that? You could be yeah. Yeah. Bare
1: legs Yeah, was she in a big sweater? That sounds familiar
0: 1971 Say, Julia, how is that uh, book of photographs of Barbara? Oh, it's beautiful. That
1: was really nice, Donnie. Oh, that that's it's right. Beautiful. That came out last yes. week. Did it yeah. come out or is it coming
3: out? I
0: gave her a copy. Julia got it Yeah, Ooh, it's
1: Julia.
3: Lovely. All right. Well, it's time to get to the study of duh. Uh, We've it got it. Well, duh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Julia, Brace yourselves. Listen, I just want you to know that um, these are
1: real studies. At least you're not making it yeah, up. Yeah, these like are a theory. real. Those are kind of. I mean, do goosey. you think did
3: we need a bunch of scientists telling us that sex makes us happy? No. <laughs> did we,
1: people? No. <laughs> okay. Oh my! God, how many people were in on this one, and uh, how much money was paid? No, no money. This just is a how- true scientific. A thousand women.
3: And uh, the researchers, long ago, as did the people, established a link between having sex and feeling tickled pink with yourself in the world. It puts one in a good mood. So, in orgasmic haze, as you like to call it. Well, when you're new to the dating world and stuff, yes, people have orgasmic haze and hazes, and they pick your picker is off because of the orgasmic haze. (laughs) I had a girlfriend in an orgasmic haze. Loan a guy like uh, fifteen thousand dollars oh, in an orgasmic no. haze. Your orgasmic oh, haze was boy. like two months into the relationship, oh, but it was still a haze nonetheless. No kidding! Oh she had to sue Did she him ever to get, get her, her the money, money back? back? She got half of it back, oh, and she had to sue him.
1: Oh man!
3: She had to get. I think she spent two grand to get. Eight grand bad. <laughs> you the do math, the math. does not work. Okay, so the, the the ladies in this study ranked sex as the number one of all the activities that made them the happiest. And they scoured data, these scientists from 16,000 American adults on money sex in their happy place and uh, economists In How do you say that word? Economists. Economists, yeah. I always say that wrong. To conclude in a 2004 study that having sex once a week instead of once a month was roughly the same as having an extra 5 grand in the bank. Oh, and I sweet. remember us reporting that. Yeah, on I this. do too. Good okay, chance. so that is just, that study was worth reading Again. To just to find out that having sex once a week instead of once a month is gives you the happiness quotient of like knowing you got another extra five grand in the bank just sitting there waiting for you to do something with cool. it. I like it. That's a happy feeling. That is a
1: very happy feeling.
3: Okay, so there's that. Now, this is a study. That's one maybe, college course. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. There you go. See, you I'm can just, put it in I'm t- t- so happy. That's a really great vacation for yeah. two. Um Maybe this study came as a surprise to you, or maybe not, or maybe you've had a theory on it. But okay. This came out last week, and it was the Swiss and U.S. research team that uh, found out that the little yellow rubber duckies that kids have in the yeah. bathtub are mm-hmm. just a haven for the nastiest germs. of germs sure. and bugs.
1: Because they've got a little hole in the bottom a little air thing so they can make the squeaky sound. And the the crap that gets in there, I can't even imagine.
3: Did you ever have a theory or any kind of a thing about the rubber duckies, the yellow rubber duckies? We never had them
1: for long. I, I, I get worried about a lot of things in baths you know where I would always notice it because I would the kids would take baths at the cabin, uh-huh. and so I had a bucket. We had a bucket underneath the the sink, the vanity in the bathroom, and you know we'd leave for the week and then come back and see. I'd see the black on them, yeah, on the on the boats and everything that they would play with. And yeah, I'm like
3: what is that? Yeah,
1: just hmm. mold and oh, stuff, wow. and yes. that was on the outside. Yes, apparently swimming in that
3: it's a murky liquid that has potentially pathogenic bacteria and four of every five ducks studied had it. Yep. You can't get the water out. No, No, you can't. They tested 19 different bath toys and they found a very high volume of bacteria per square centimeter. Yeah, I totally believe that. Yeah, bodily fluids. As
1: well as other things. Well, that happened in the tub. What happens in the tub stays in the duck. <laughs> it creates a balmy brine that there goes go. right in that
3: little rubber ducky. There and children go. love squirting water oh, yeah.
0: from their bath yes, toys into
3: each other's faces. Yeah. Yes, they do. Yeah,
0: right down the throat.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, but I'll just remind you, a microbiologist, a mere six years ago, found that the average cell phone carried 10 times more bacteria than most toilet seats. Yeah. yeah. The toilet I know.
1: seats just touch your fanny, you know. But it just seems yeah. that the place you where... You would think so, but yeah. think of how the, the, dirty the place your where, fingers are yeah, versus yeah, yeah. your bun cheeks. Okay,
3: here is a study. Now, this didn't really seem so dumb, but maybe if you think about it. Okay. Um, do, what is the thing that everyone says is the biggest distraction in your car? What does everyone just say? Texting. Your phone. Your phone. You're not supposed oh, yeah. to be texting. Your phone. Yeah. Okay. Just your phone. <laughs> Remember, Julia, try not to text. I don't. I have hands-free. Okay. So, but the research has found that it is the brain's habit of drifting off into daydreams that is still the single biggest cause of distracted driving crashes. And this is from an analysis of federal traffic safety data and insurance claims. Okay. And um, so one of the best ways to keep the mind on task is to find something else. And the number one thing that keeps people from having distracted, driving, daydreaming... Is listening
1: to talk radio. That's right, Julia. Yay!
3: Yep. Turning on a radio show uh is uh, much less distracting than a telephone conversation. And it also is the thing that will keep you from falling asleep, which... We learned a long time ago at our very first state fair when we met the truckers and the farmer dudes yep. that listened to That's us. Right. Do you that want are to know? In the middle of the night, because well, you're engaged.
1: Or, you're engaged, and you have opinions to what the people are saying. But I will say this: it's passive stimulation, is what they call oh, it. Oh, I love Ooh, like passive stimulation. stimulation.
3: So it engages your mind. Yep. But it requires very little of you because there are no social demands of our listeners of radio listening. Right. No matter what you listen to, Oh, I to. love that. It's just completely passive passive stimulation
1: and there's
3: nothing required of you.
0: You're welcome.
3: Yeah. (laughs) We give good stimulation.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Passive. Mm. I notice sometimes when I leave my house and by the time I've made it here to work, I think.
3: How did I get here? You forgot? Yes. Yes.
1: I totally notice
3: that. Mm -hmm. And why do you daydream? It's the brain's attempt to be creative. Instead of staying on task, your mind wanders on its own journey, finding new association between ideas. There is something very sp- healthy about spacing out yeah but just don't space out behind when the win- driving. behind the window mm-hmm. or behind the window of the driving seat i really would <laughs> i really
1: when i space out though i've never noticed that i go out of a lane or anything compared to when i watch people text and they just swerve well yeah. they just swerve but swerve, two swerve. in every
3: 10 fatal crashes is, is distracted is? daydreaming driving really yeah it yeah. is so uh and the reason why it's never it the radio um the only thing that is better than radio as a companion is having a, someone in the seat Car. with you Yabbing because you. a passenger will level their conversation right. with you in sync with the traffic or they might be a nervous Nelly and be gasping and going watch out or look out or right. you know all of that so, so you yeah, don't slow ha- down. you don't have a like chance Larry. yeah you don't have a chance to get distracted that's right. or daydream so i thought well, that I was, like that one yeah, yeah i did not know that one so that study is actually mm-hmm. oh
1: Oh, Uh it's
3: an oh. Here's another one, though. I thought we knew this. Diet drinks are not healthier they are not oh,
1: duh. Duh. okay come on they've known shot. this since they first invented NutraSweet so
0: you'd be surprised how many people don't know that though. yeah
1: oh for crying out loud that's, not why, not. They, that's they they why they keep doing is it like the most horrible chemical in the world for your body and that is what you is used to sweeten diet
3: yeah artificial sweeteners yeah. still cause diabetes and obesity they're the it's the and worst now they think it's now they're studying it for dementia because the sweeteners alter energy and fat metabolism. And if you just cut down a regular soda, no, just cut down on your diet. Oh,
1: I your diet yeah. drinks. Um, even if you just had one a day, you'd be fine. That's one thing that you and I, I mean, I totally cut those out for the most part. I'll have a good Coke every once in a while, yeah, yeah. but the that's real stuff, yeah. real stuff so Mm -hmm. anyway
3: they but yeah people do not realize that oh it's it's terrible for you when people get diabetes then they learn about it but
1: you can even extrapolate that to go to diet dressings diet anything with the artificial sweeteners in it it does what you just said it it messes up everything and you're better off just eating the full fat thing yes because it's it's healthier for you because then it has a real fat at least which is good for you right very good. For yeah, you. That's no problem. Well said. So. No problem. All right. I'm Liz- still obsessed with the prince's last days, and the Judith Hill account of what was going on with him. That is just really sad. Yes.
3: Yes. Oh. And here we thought his hips hurt, and it was just—it's been his hands. And if you, you know, anybody, you know, he was just such a hard guitar player and piano player and fierce and you know really talented, and he. Jeez. He just played and played and played.
1: All right, and he loved it. Yeah, I know.
3: I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he loved it. At least what you saw when you see him on stage, right. and that's what that's what the you know that's what the fans are. That's what we loved about him, right? And he, he did, even if you were yeah. a casual fan, you, yep. know, you had to appreciate that. All right, listen. when We come back. We got our favorite headlines of the day. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to My 1071. Um, uh, you Our favorite headline today. Yes, I tell I me, mean. We're helping people with their daydreaming, distracted driving. Oh, I never yes. knew that. And I'm looking at 35 or 94 That's uh, a 494
0: Westbound is that of Bush n- Lake. Yeah. What is
3: going on over there? That it's might have been where com-
0: that motorcycle Oh, was. Kenny I was saying that. It's right yeah, westbound. It's not good. Not 494 good. 494 Bush Lake Road.
3: Yeah, so there... Um, That is going on out there. Our favorite headline (laughs) is Ben Affleck throws a luau for the cast and crew of Triple Frontier. Love it. Which, of course, is the movie starring Charlie Hunnam. And they shot 14 Days in the Rain. (gasps) It doesn't... This is not the rainy
1: time of the year. Okay, but I'm just going to tell you... I would have been going there because (laughs) if there's (laughs) a black cloud, weather black cloud. Yeah. 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 That's Uh, the only uh, way.
3: People reported that Ben put on a luau. 500 people were part of the rap party. They had a three piece Hawaiian band. They had fire dancers. Uh, Everyone. uh, He provided the buses, the motor coaches to move the crew and everybody to the luau. And, uh, and the shoot has been rough. Well, and I guess it is still going on. It wasn't the rap party. It's I mean, just been if, rough. It's been it's all this rain. And cold. And, yeah. And, and they're that, supposed to be in bathing suits. This is not. That's like the rainy time in Hawaii is. It's when? the November Winter? November is a rainy month. December it can, can be. Depends on what side of the island. You can always find sun somewhere on the island. You really
1: can. Yeah. And they're not that. They don't take that long to drive around. Right. All right,
0: what other headlines uh, Avicii, that tragedy. Avicii lived on free alcohol and airport food in the years before his death.
1: Well, um, in, you know, in 2013, in well, an wasn't interview... was living
3: in a suitcase and just yeah. on the road
1: all the yep. time? He said free alcohol. He went through a cycle of champagne, Bloody Mary's, airport food. You're traveling around, you live in a suitcase, you get to this place, there's free alcohol overall. So it's sort of weird if you don't drink. And he said... He leaned on alcohol to get through his earlier career cuz remember he was a DJ very young. He was so nervous he got into the habit of it and it gave him self-confidence. Oh no. And then he said, "Um I probably drink more now than I should, but I I have a pace. I never drink two days in a row." Oh dear. So, you that, got a problem I know. when you're seeing that. That's yeah. And so when Sad he enough. in 2014 he had a searing pain in his abdomen and was forced to cut down on his drinking after spending 11 days in the hospital, he had his gallbladder bladder and appendix removed because of his drinking in 2016 he was diagnosed with acute pancreatitis also linked to his party lifestyle yeah pancreatitis is an inflammation in the pancreas a glandular organ which lives behind the stomach oh, yeah. it's important to the body because it produces key hormones as well as aiding this, digestion
3: this one made he had quit drinking he got pancreatitis when he was like 42 Jeez. extremely
0: painful i assume well, he yes. never
3: drank again. The doctor is like, are you a heavy drinker? My dad was oh, like, my, my uh, coke and jack. And mm. how long have you been drinking? Well, since I was 17, uh, every day, every day. Well, if you keep drinking them, um, you know, you're going to this die. kind of. Well, you're going to have this kind of pain. Yeah, the Drinking bring, inflames it. Right, so right. my dad just stopped. Oh. He was lucky that yeah, he, he could he, just you're stop. You're right. But yeah. he was hospitalized for like a week. Oh, that one? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, my was, gosh. I've never seen my dad, uh, uh, and he's kind of a baby, so I've seen him be a baby before. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he looked like a death old man at 42.
0: Mm. Good Lord. Yeah. Okay. Uh, former Fox News anchor Gretchen Carlson is going to host uh, a- documentary specials on A&E. I love it. There I do, too. There is a real
3: hunger for
1: documentaries. Involved. They're gonna be they're gonna be on. Um, be good. Lifetime, I think so. She's gonna the first special is gonna be called "The Brave" with Gretchen Carlson. Sounds like uh, what Anne Curry did with her. It kind of um, does, meet. but hers was kind of different. Hers was having people meet. Yeah, I know, but I diff- mean, it's yes, the same it's, kind it's, of a thing. Yes. where the Yeah, Katie Her Katie Couric's trying to do this now too. Yeah, yeah. women are getting into like the it. documentaries. I like right. it. Yes.
0: Katy Perry says she's spoken for and very happy. Is she officially back with Orlando Bloom?
3: Well, I, she's I, told
0: Entertainment Tonight on the red carpet, no, I'm sorry, I've been
3: spoken for and speak for myself, and I'm very happy. Okay. So I don't think she's talking about anybody.
1: No?
0: Mm. I Maybe have not. been spoken for and mm. speak Can to, I, oh, oh, I said, for all. She's speaking for herself. I see it.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah I,
3: I don't know if she's with Orlando Bloom. I think if it is, it's very casual.
1: You do, Lori? I do. All right. I need to give a shout out to Ruby. Okay. Okay. Ruby and her daughter, that goes to you, whose name I can't remember who I met last night at the Timberwolves game. I, I was recruiting them as the game was really boring. Yeah. Um, because they scored fifty points on the Timberwolves in one quarter last night. Are you that just team.
3: now remembering that you're going to give them a shout out?
1: I wrote it down. I was supposed to do it at four thirty. <laughs> oh. Ruby, Ruby, thank you for listening. Okay. That is
0: really—that's what a
1: highlighter is. is for, girl. I know it. I didn't highlight that on my page. I know. Darn it. Okay. Oh well.
0: Uh, Apple has bought uh, an Ed Sheeran songwriter documentary. See how popular the documentaries are. <laughs> Even Ed Sheeran has a documentary about his life. Yeah, they scrim- sc- uh, screened it at uh, the Tribeca Film Festival. And somebody bought it? Yes, indeed. Apple TV? Uh, Apple TV is going is to air this documentary, and it traces uh, his rise to superstardom and his uh, wonderful ability as a songwriter.
1: He's also starring in, he's going to appear in a Danny Boyle uh, he did Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. He's appearing in his beatles theme movie. Um, and uh, Ed is said to have the mightiest touch and can finally lay his hand on the leading role in the musical comedy. According to the Daily Mail, um, This working title of this movie tells the story of a man who wakes... Um, up one day to find out that he's the only person in the world to remember any of the Beatles songs. What? Known as Ooh, a Beatles fan, weird. the 27-year-old hitmaker is the perfect for the role. Mm. Um, and in 2014... He performed, you know, Beatles tribute. So yeah. right. he said he always wanted to act.
3: Yeah. Danny Boyle is uh, also, he's uh, directing that Trust, that show on
1: yes. Showtime. Has it started? No. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah, started.
3: Oh, it did? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Do you yeah. like it? On on. I've only seen two episodes of it. It's kind of far down my list just because I saw All the Money in the World. Oh, right. It's the story of J. Paul Getty and the kidnapping. But the people are in it are great. And, I mean, he's a good He's a good uh, director. Don't forget, he also directed, uh, you know, the Queen Elizabeth jumping in at the London
1: Games. That's true. Oh, don't don't forget that. Don't forget that. How
3: could you forget that? Yeah, 127 hours. He's done a lot of movies. Yes. 28 days later,
1: Train Spotting. Good
0: director. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Duchess Kate and William probably won't announce the baby's name until. Tomorrow. Well, she's right. still
1: recovering from walking out of the. Uh, he, he will get the, the mustiest,
3: fustiest, dustiest name possible, and he shall be known as His Royal think, Highness Prince Frederick. Of if Cambridge. it is
0: Arthur, someday in the future, he can be, be King, King Arthur. Arthur. that's true, then Donnie let it be <laughs> Arthur. I hope King you're right. Arthur.
3: I hope you're right so bad.
1: All right, uh, King. We'll be back tomorrow.